on the one. people welcome welcome to s-o-b-t-v sons of a bishop tv we say well, i'm todd c neal i'm kenny pat neal and we're gonna be your host tonight we're gonna have a good time uh man congratulations to you 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 know i have to say this is probably something you started and wanted to do and uh, congratulations. Here we are. Congratulations to you too. Here we are. Yeah. It's a journey. It's been a journey for the both of us. So, yeah. You know, yep. We have a lot to share. We have a lot to say. Get your mic. Get your mic. So uh, a lot of things have happened to us. And, you know, we're going to share some stuff. It's a journey. Um, Todd is the oldest. Yes. I am the youngest. I am uh, the baby boy. Uh, growing up, I would say, you know, we never really, I was never really, um, you know, some kids, you know, you feel like you walk in your brother's shadow. Right, right. right. I never felt that. No. I think we've always been individuals. Yes, I would say that. So I didn't mind when I was called Todd's brother. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Little T. <laughs> I got that a lot at school, especially growing up in the city. So Washington High School is where we went. Hey, Washington High School. Kansas City, Kansas. Washington House, the dot. I came out in 1986. I came out in 1987. Right. Um, the only reason, okay, one incident happened. Okay. Oh Freshman boy. year. Oh boy, here we go. I had Miss Jeffries, English teacher. Todd had her uh, your your freshman year. Right. So she called Rose. She called Kenneth Neal, and I said, oh, "Here." And she looked over her glass and she said, "You Kenneth Todd?" I'm like, "Yes, ma'am." <laughs> uh, in that case, you're gonna sit right in front of me for the entire semester. Because <laughs> if you anything like him, mm, it's not going to be a good semester. I was like, dang, I ain't getting, I ain't getting you the seat. So I sit her in front of her for about that whole semester. I sat in front of her. One day we was doing homework. I was sitting, I was writing, and she looks over her glasses. I like you. <laughs> I can't stand your brother. <laughs> and she said, I got the same parents. I was like, yeah. As she said that, literally, Todd walked by and said, hey, Pat. This Jerry said, Todd, get away from my door. I can't stand it. Oh. So that was like one time where I was kind of like, dang, Todd, what did you do? Other than that, we've always been individuals. Yes, yes. We've right. always been individuals. But Pat, you got to understand the history with Miss Jeffries and why she didn't like me. She loved, we had a love-hate relationship. Miss Jeffries, uh, she was... Who saw she was a she was a comic. She like what we used to call playing the dozens. And so Miss Jeffries used to say, tell me, Todd, if you be quiet at the end of the class, we'll play the dozens. I was like, cool. Boy, I, boy, I used to love that part. I think Derek Estelle was in my class. So one day we uh we started playing the dozens and she would get into it. So I said, Well, y'all, one day. Miss Jeffries went to Kmart and the security stopped her because she shoplifted. They patted her all the way down and they couldn't find nothing. Now, Miss Jeffries used to wear this big old afro in the 80s. She still had the 60s and 70s afro. I said, the security was patting her down and they told her, shake your head. She shake her head and the toaster fell out. 
Man, the class went bananas in the bell run, and I took off our class. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to have some fun. Listen, we need you to hit the share button, hit that like button now. Comment. Comment. Participate. Participate. We're going to have fun tonight. Let people know we own. Uh, it's SOB night, Thursday nights. Let your friends know. Please go ahead, comment, hit likes, comment, yeah. uh, share. You know, if you're on YouTube, hit your likes, share, and comment. Subscribe on YouTube. Go to subscribe. Yeah, subscribe yeah. Now, one of we got we got Dawkins and Dawkins here tonight. You know, we, everybody know if you don't know who Dawkins and Dawkins is, Google them. Uh, they got new tracks out, new music that's coming out on our platform. We want to be able to help individuals, whether you're a small business, a national recording artist, uh, organizations, helping you get the word out. When uh, Anthony and Eric come on here, I'm going to ask them to explain to us how important it is for you to download, uh, stream, hit like. It's a, We're in a different world now. Right. So by you going on there, hitting like, and this is one thing I want to do too. When, they, when artists come or individuals come and business come on this platform, they see a response. So tonight, I need you to go to Apple Music, go to Spotify, right. go to all those links and download Dawkins and Dawkins. You got me all up in your feelings. Hey, hey. So make sure you do that for us and let's support each other because that's the only way we're going to do it, right? Right. So this is a show about uplifting, enlightening, uh, telling truth, being transparent, being honest. And we're going to do it in the, with a sense of humor because, you know, we a little crazy. No, I'm Which not crazy. Wow. Not wow. <laughs> no, I'm wow. a changed man. He's a changed man. Lord wow. knows I've been changed. So listen, some of the things we're going to do. Okay. We're going to do tonight. This is what we're going to do. We're gonna, we have some professionals here with us tonight. We're going to talk about mental health. Mental health. mental health month was last month in May. We're in June now. So we're still... Just now left May and Mental Health Month, and we brought some professionals on. We're going to talk and find out, you know, what is mental health? You know, in the black community, especially black community, we always have this negative stigma right, on mental health. of mental health. And we don't do that. That ain't for us. Mm. We need it. Yeah, so we brought got two young ladies on with us. They're going to help us talk to them tonight. And then we're going to go to... The rant of the week. Now, we're going to be having rant of the week. And the rant of the week is, do you wear bonnets in public? So I need three men and three women. If you want to come on and state your claim and what you think is right, look down there you in the third. You see down there, DM us on our Facebook page. And my producer, DJ Rock. I mean, you got something saying, mind your own business. Don't tell us what to wear. You got to be little with tacky. So we want to hear what y'all have to say. Let's talk about it tonight. We're going to the SOBs. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So, yeah, we're going to be honest. So we need three men, three women. Uh, DM us at our Facebook page at Sons of a Bishop to join in. My producer, DJ Rock, will send you a, a link, and you will come in, and we'll be able to discuss the bonnet or no bonnet. The bonnet debates. Wanted to be. Then after that, we'll call them brothers Dawkins and Dawkins. Now, would you when you hear the word Dawkins and Dawkins, what do you think about? I 
growing up with Aaron and ex Anson and Eric. Um, yeah. That's why I think about their mother. Okay. Because, okay. you know, she was, she was, she was, she was a powerful singer. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I remember Dawkins Dawn growing up, going to Columbia, Tennessee, uh, when their dad had a church down there. Uh, then come to Kansas City, hanging out with us, growing up. Mm-hmm. So we've been knowing them all of our lives. So, all of our lives. Um, yeah, never not. I, even our parents are entwined. Right, right. Their mother went to school with our dad from like elementary all the way to high school. High school right. Um, their mom and our mom and their yes, dad grew other, up right. together. And then their aunt is one of my dearest and best friends to this day, uh, Vinay Wilson Monroe. Love you, Vinay. So we are very intertwined. And their grandmother, uh, Mother Robbie Neely, oh my God, what a woman, what a character. Mm-hmm. Loved her, loved her, loved uh-uh, her. Look at that. Here's your son. This is love, mama. That's us. <laughs> look at you. You had that. You like Eddie the Monster. Yeah. Eddie Monster, you keep on putting all that curl juice in there. I ain't putting no curl juice in my hair. Hey, yeah. Man, I ain't having no curl. What was mama's here doing? What was that? Hey, everywhere. <laughs> she had that Thunderbird cut. So, yeah, that's when I think about Doggles and Doggles. That's what I think of. So, we're very happy to have them on with us again. Friends forever. Friends for life. Forever. Forever. We're definitely happy to pump them up. If you have a business, let us know. Please let us know about your business because we definitely want to get that. Get that into the people. So, you ready? Yeah, well, well, yep, 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 yep. So, this next segment we have. Yes, we're ready. ready? Yeah, I stand or something. Nope, we're ready. All right. I usually didn't get the word in sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. So, this next segment is what we call Let's Get It Right. So we're going to go into and get into our mental health field. So mental health includes our emotional, psychological, social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of our life, from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. Over the course of your life, If you experience mental health problems, your thinking, mood, and behavior could be affected. Many factors contribute to mental health problems, including biological factors such as genes or brain chemistry, life experiences such as trauma or abuse, family history of mental problems. Mental mental health problems are common, but help is available mental health problems are common but help is available okay so let us welcome today members of our sob tv who are professionals in the mental health field first young lady we have coming to you is marcia sweetly marcia moore sweetly daughter of bishop benjamin moore out of indianapolis in seattle marcia is also pk Marsha is originally from Seattle, Washington. She completed a double bachelor's degree in psychology and sociology at the University of Indianapolis and a master's degree in counseling psychology at Ball State University. She has 35 years of working in the mental health field. God bless you. But you look 25 (laughs) and has been fortunate to gain diverse experience of not only providing direct care to individuals, families, groups, and residential programs, as well as outpatient services, but also has experience working in the role of a clinical director, 
conducting weekly group and individual clinical supervision to assure adherence of analytical processes, compliances, and to meet COMOR regulations. Ms. Wheely has a vast experience, including includes working with individuals, adolescents, and adults who suffer from addiction, including alcohol, drugs, shopping. Oh, I might need to talk to you later. <laughs> Sex and gambling. She has also worked with adolescents who have been adjudicated within the criminal system and helped them to rearrange not only with their families, but within their schools and community. She has worked with families in the form of couples counseling, family counseling, and taught parenting workshops. She has supervised pastoral graduate students at Loyola University, offering them support and clinical guidance during their internships. Welcome. Welcome. Hello, Marcia. Thank hey, you. Hi, family. Hey, family. How you doing tonight? I am doing well. You're I'm so like, excited. Yeah, I sound so old when you read all of that. <laughs> but you look good. Yeah, thank, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We are the Clod. We 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 next for the upper room, Clod. Next for the next upper room. room. <laughs> We're so happy that you're here. Uh, we have history, so I hear you going yes. back to the age of what seven. Yeah, somewhere in there, middle school or elementary. I don't yeah. know. I mean, when we talked, you was like, was I bossy? <laughs> As a kid, she was listen, a Listen, all I knew was I was the youngest. And when you all came to visit, I had two more brothers to boss around. <laughs> little brothers. <laughs> Yes. We're so glad to have you. Welcome, welcome. We're glad to have you, Mom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Good to be here. here. Our next doctor. I hope I say her name wrong. She's correcting me. <laughs> Everybody corrects you. I know. <laughs> Malika. Malika. Dr. Malika Brown <laughs> believes that no matter what life experience you have encountered, you can heal and eventually be whole. Boy, I sound like a oh, like preacher. Uh, preacher's kids hear that stuff, boy. They be that sounds like something you want to preach. That's a word. <laughs> That's a, That's a word. <laughs> All right, let's Shut get that Adversity is a part of life, but our response is what we control. She is a native of Southern California. Dr. Brown is a clinician specializing in traumatology and minority mental health mm. with the goal of helping all those who have survived the worst life has to thrown at them. She holds a bachelor's arts degree. She has a master's of science in general psychology and a doctorate in clinical psychology. She also holds three seminary degrees, a bachelor's of art in Christian education, a master's of art in sacred music, and a doctorate in theology with an emphasis in Christian education administration. Her love for helping others expands beyond clinical work. She is an associate professor of psychology at numerous Southern California colleges. She brings her passion for the field into the classroom. Dr. Brown is also a social justice advocate and an anti-racist who desires to do her part to rid the world of social injustice. She champions for minorities understanding the journey personally. Dr. Brown is a sought after speaker and motivator. You can catch her on one of two of her podcasts. The first one is called Transforming Your Life 
with Dr. Malika, a mental health and wellness show. Or her second show is Malika Uncensored. A uncensored means she might cuss in that one, probably. Uh, a social so. issue and current <laughs> event show. Both can be found on Apple Podcasts or whenever podcasts are found. She is the author of three books with the most recent release, Free Indeed. A 30-day on the journey of something I've been working a lot on lately is forgiveness. Oh, Available purchases on the website, www.malaikambrown.com slash store. Would you please welcome SOB? She is a DOB, a daughter of a bishop, Dr. Brown, to our show tonight. Thank you, guys. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> welcome, 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 sister. Thank you, sir. Yes, he needs it. He needs I'm gonna start preaching on your uh, intro. <laughs> I almost caught something. What? Listen, the, the yes. minister in me never goes away. Yes. Well, we're glad to have you here glad tonight. To thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm, we're gonna start this off. Both of these ladies will be joining us from time to time to come on here and speak in this segment, get it right. And the get it right segment is where people can get it right with someone. You know, I have this thing where I haven't shared with you guys that we want to also let people get things right in relationships. You know, a lot of times people want to make a public apology. Sometimes people would like to ask for forgiveness on a platform as such. So that'd be something we'll talk about later. But tonight, we want to just start off with basic 101 in mental health. And I'll start with you, Dr. Brown. When, let's just say me and Pat, we are new patients. Probably should be on your list sometime soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. What is we'll it? <laughs> what is it that you tell an individual? Let's just speak in layman terms tonight. We got a lot of people here that uh never really spoke to anyone in mental health always have been like, i don't need it right we've right. never had it and we're going to talk about that later too what is it that you say 101 give me your definition of what mental health is your mental health encompasses your emotional psychological and also social well-being and so we talk about health we're talking about being in the best condition as possible or optimum condition so when we're talking about mental health, you want to make sure that you're protecting all of those areas and doing what you can if there is an injury or an issue that derails that to make sure you get back on the path to being, you know, in the best optimal condition as possible. You'll probably never be able to regain who you were prior to the incident, but you can do things to understand the experience to work through the experience and to possibly be better on the other side of it because of the information that you get and the tools and resources that you'll get from that experience. That's a great definition. Good definition. Same question, uh, Marcia. Yes, yes. Um, a lot of what Dr. Brown just said, but if I could just add on, it really does affect how we handle stress, how we handle our relationships. And I think it's really, really important to take note that it affects us in our childhood. It can affect us in our adolescence and as adults. It really does cross the span of time, um, our emotional and our psychological and our social well-being. Okay. Very, very, very good. I have a question as well. Um, 
as far as what is a therapist, um, people often will, what do I do? Just go sit and talk. What role do they play? Or why would I go and just sit and talk to somebody I don't know? So what is a therapist? <laughs> well, th- I'll start. Therapists come in different shapes and sizes. I guess that's the best way to say it. So there's different types of therapists. So you have master's level clinicians, which could be a marriage and family therapist. They could um, be a person that deals with art therapy. Music therapy is actually a thing. It's not just talking. It just depends on what you need and Mm. what you are trying to gain from the experience. So when I see people, they don't always have to go to a person with a PhD. There are plenty of clinicians operating that do not have PhDs. I went to school with some who were already clinicians that were in a PhD program that decided after practicing for a period of time that they wanted to be able to do a little bit more. So the difference is they're able to administer tests, so assessments and things of that nature. You need to either have a PhD or you need to be supervised by someone to get the test that will psychologically tell you what's going on. But you can get quality care from a person at the master's level and you have to look for what you want, their specializations. If you want something for your family, you can find someone that specializes in that. If you want someone that, like for me, deals with trauma, you can find a person that specializes in that. If you want a counselor that's a Christian counselor, Now, I'm not talking about those degrees that we give at our churches. I'm talking about an actual regionally accredited institution. She just went off. You know that, right? She just went off. (laughs) Okay, Okay, shots fired. But um, they have an actual degree. For for example, Fuller Fuller Seminary is a religious institution, but they're also regionally accredited by the U.S. government. So their degrees are recognized secularly for those types of things. You can get a person that is Christian, but also is a clinician and an expert in the psychology. So it depends on what you need. They're a resource, they're a tool. That's what I tell them. I'm your your resource, I'm your tool. That helps, that information helps. um, Yeah, well, I think it's important. I I love what she said that there are different therapists come in different shapes and sizes, I guess. And so, like she said, psychologists or sometimes they are social workers. Sometimes they're at the master's level, the bachelor's level. Um, I think what's real important to understand too is when you think about a therapist, they're the person that helps to treat you either via communication or through interaction. Why do I say interaction? There are so many modes of therapy. Um, Dr. Brown mentioned music therapists. There's also art therapists. Uh, You'll find children that are struggling to use communication like we would normally talk. They do better with drawing. They do better with artwork. Um, There's another, it's, it's, I don't wanna say it's new, but it's kind of more of a newer type of treatment, but it's been around for a while, it's EFT where you'll find a therapist, it's kind of like the psychological acupuncture where they do tapping. And it's, it's very interesting. I'm actually looking into it more and more, but it's where you tap on an individual's meridians, like right above their eyes, right under their eyes, right up at their wow. chin. Okay. And it literally opens up energy um, wherever that stress is locked in at. So there are so many different types. And I think it's real important that 
if you're shopping for a therapist to, to be able to know how to ask the questions of what am I looking for? I was dealing with a client several years ago who had a lot of trauma, a lot of abuse. And honestly, I felt like I needed to refer her out. Good therapists know when to refer out to I when you three Dr. Brown. It. They yeah, know exactly. when it's like it's above my pay grade. This is not what I specialize in. This client was dissociating and literally leaving the room, not present, splitting in her personality. And I had to refer her to more of a trauma specialist because that's not what I focus on. So as it as it began to get deeper and deeper it was time to refer out to someone that was more of a specialist. So definitely ask the questions. There are so many different types of therapists out here to help. Let's talk about, okay, we've talked about a lot, and I know some people probably like, you guys have, you know, went above my head, you know. Let's, I want to bring it down to, let's go to, the, you know, the elephant in the room. Why is there such a negative persona in our community about mm. mental health. Wow. And what can wow. we do to make people aware of it and what it benefits us as a community? Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll jump in here and then Dr. Brown cover me on whatever <laughs> I'm leaving out. Um, I got you. There's so many different reasons, and I'm going to start with the one that I feel like is a big one, is is that stigmatizing belief system that mm, this is oh, taboo. Oh. You know, like if oh. I go see a clinician, they're going to think I'm crazy. When in reality, you just might be dealing with depression, a little bit of anxiety, oh, come, life come stressors. Come on, come on. Right, but you, you get caught up in the fact that what are people going to think about me? They're going to think... I'm, I'm nuts and I'm crazy. Um, another another issue, and I know especially within the black community, but I think in a lot of people's homes, there's that need to protect our family. And so there if we is. go air our, what do we call it? Our there dirty is. laundry, there it is. you know, we don't wanna, we don't wanna make it look like our family has failed oh. internally. Don't make me you know, We don't wanna say mom might've been a little broken or dad was a little broken and it messed me up because that looks like betrayal, you know? Right, so that's right, right. that's another reason why people don't, don't go. Another one is um, there's this belief, and I don't know if it's really talked about, but sometimes it's the belief that psychotherapy or counseling was designed by the white man, made for the white man. But in reality, there's a lot of colored therapists, you know, there's so many of us in this field working as social workers and counselors. So some of that was just education, letting them know that there are people of color that understand the culture can work for them. Because a lot of times there's that stereotype that it's an older white male. How are they going to understand me? Right. They don't they don't get me. But to understand that that's not what the whole therapy field is made up of. And then there's access, um, that whole, can I afford treatment? Do I have insurance? Um, a lot of, unfortunately, um, blacks and any other minority, sometimes we, we don't, what is it? How do I say this? We make enough money that we can't get public insurance. We, we don't qualify for state right, or Medicaid, right, right. but yet we, we don't make enough money to have private insurance. So all of those access to therapy, access to treatment, 
Um, and I feel like I need to stop because there's a big one here that I, I know I'm about to open up Pandora's box when I bring up the church. That's why we're here. We don't say that. Save that. We can't do okay, it we are, okay. Nice. Come on, I'm, now, go ahead, Dr. Know. Brown. Come oh, testify. Wow. If you don't testify, don't sing. <laughs> if you don't sing, don't testify. Don't testify. Everything. Right. I'm going to bring you so, back. Doc, I'm going to have you back, Doc. We're going to bring you back to let you preach along, Sunday, Doc. Because I know that whole church <laughs> one, because I, I can identify. Yes. I get it. Yeah. I get okay. it. So I won't touch it. it. You won't touch it, but I'm going to say this. It's when the song and the dancing is over, and that thing is still there. Right. You got to go talk to somebody to get that thing straight. When they when they picked up all the throw, the prayer cloths off of you and picked you up <laughs> off the floor, right? That okay. thing's still on you. It is still on you. Yeah. The problems are still waiting. Waving at you. Like, I'm still here. You get home. It's at the door. Right, I'm yeah. still here. All right, Dr. Brown, come on. We, we can so I'll add this. to her list um, an issue of cultural competency. Mm. Because yeah. Say that there again. are cultural competency, which just means that they understand the culture of being Black and our lived experience matters when you treat me. It matters. Your lived experience matters when you treat me, regardless if you're Black, White, Asian, Latino. It doesn't matter. Mm. As a clinician, I'd have to understand your journey in order to be effective at my job. Right. Come on now. So if, Come on. if I treat you like a, a, a cookie cutter, right? If I go into my therapy practice with cookie cutter approaches, I'm doing malpractice to the client. You need to treat each individual that comes to see you as an individual with journeys, experiences, thoughts, things that have all influenced how they are now currently sitting in front of you. And I think that the cultural competency piece is really important. Yes, there is a lot of us out there, but in the field, there's only about 2% that look like us. So the challenge is you may not be able to get to the black ones because they may be full. Their client roster might be full. They might right, not be taking right, more right. people, but you can ask the right questions to make sure that if you get a person of another ethnicity, that they're culturally competent and will treat you the way you deserve to be treated in care. To cross over to give you an example, let's just go into medical care. One of the issues that black women have, especially when they're pregnant and they're delivering, is that doctors don't hear them when they're telling them something's wrong. They make them feel like they're, they're exaggerating, they're complaining. It's a cultural issue. They're looking at them a particular way, judging them with a bias, and that goes into how they practice. So you want to have a culturally competent clinician that is taking care of you, that will understand that your life journey matters to okay. them treating you. So that is a huge piece of it. That's good stuff, Dr. Brown. I don't know about you, but when I go to a conference and I go into a workshop that is focused on minorities, I always look around to see how many non-minorities are in there because that lets me know, are they even interested? Right, you know, right, in, in yeah, our in yeah. our issues, you right, know, are they right. willing to learn? So that's that's good stuff. I like it. I love it. Well, ladies, we thank you. This is not going no, to be. They will be place. back. They will be be back. Definitely, definitely be back. They're going to come back. So, if you need to get in contact with them, if you have any questions, uh, DJ Rock put their uh, information up with their third. You can contact them. Um, and they'll be happy to get back with you. There's their contact information. 
And uh, we thank you, ladies. We'll be talking to you guys. Uh, awesome. coming back. And, thank uh, you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much more. We're gonna dive into. We're gonna dive into it. We're gonna we're gonna dive into it. But we thank you for your being here tonight. Bye. Bye. We thank you. Thank you, ladies. Oh, that's good. That was good. That was good. That was good. You almost got a little breakthrough there, Ty. Yeah, yeah. Breakthrough there. I'm kind yeah, of I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep talking to them doctors. I probably need some help. Oh, probably. I probably need a little help. I probably need a little help. <laughs> We're DJ Rock. What's happening, bro? You, you. What are we looking like? Is our VIP in the room? Well, listen. Okay, we're going to the rant of the week. Hey, my sweet babies. So, um, it took me a minute to say what I'm getting ready to say because I want to make sure I'm not saying it in judgment. And I want to make sure I'm saying it from a place of love. Y'all, some of y'all have given me the title of auntie. And I'm honored that y'all do that, right? But there are times where auntie got to talk to her babies and say some real shit. So yesterday I was in the airport in Atlanta because I'm in Jackson, Mississippi now at Chuckles Comedy Club, right? And we got three shows tonight. We got a matinee at 530, then we got seven, then we got 10, right? And I'm excited. I always love going to the stage. So when we got to the airport yesterday, I was excited, like, all right, baby, let's go get him in Jackson, Mississippi. And as we began to walk through the airport, I saw so many, actually too many to count and too many for me to tap. But I saw so many of our young sisters in head bonnets, scarves, slippers, pajamas, Blankets wrapped around them. And this is how they're showing up to the airport. And it, I've been seeing it, not just at the airport. I've been seeing it at the store, at the mall. I've been seeing sisters showing up with these bonnets and headscarves and their slippers. And the question that I'm having to you, my sweet babies, when did we lose pride in representing ourselves? When did we step away of let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home. Let me make sure I'm representing the family I created so that if I'm out in the street, I look like I have pride in myself. And I'm not saying no full face of makeup. I'm not saying no full front lace frontal. I'm not saying none of that. All I'm saying is, could you please comb your hair? And if you don't want to comb your hair, they got enough shit out here now, baby, where you can style yourself up and look like you have pride. I'm not saying you don't have pride, but the representation that you're showing, someone would have to ask you to know that you had it. So my sweet babies, for the ones that do call me auntie, I love you for real. Even the ones that don't, I love y'all asses too. But the babies that say auntie to me, Please listen to auntie. Always have pride in your representation of you. It's not to get a man. It's not. It is just your representation of you, my sweet babies. So I'm just giving y'all a warning. If I see you in the streets, in the airport, in the Walmart, 
and you got a bonnet on and you got slippers on and you looking like, what the fuck? Are Nikki going to tap you and say, hey, baby girl, show you what you worth. Show you what you deserve. So all of those posts that you see celebrities putting out there saying, hey, queen, hey, queen, hey, queen. Well, can we start putting it into action? So I'm asking our wiser sisters, when we see our little babies out there looking like they just don't care, and I'm not saying y'all don't, it looks like it. Can we just tap them and say, baby girl, you deserve more than what you're showing. Look here, Spirit Airlines. You ain't gonna be making us change. Man, how in the world, what in the world? What would make y'all think this is okay to wear outside? What in the world? Y'all supposed to be queens. This is not a uh, crown. This is not crown fat. You worked in the airline industry for 16 years, 18 years as a flight attendant. Tell us, give help the people. Is this proper protocol? No, it, it's um no. I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry. I mean, I know this generation. We can wear what we want to wear. We why everybody's judging us? We can do it. No. Because when you get on, normally I'm usually the only, nine times out of ten, I'm going to be the only black flight attendant on a flight. And it's embarrassing. I'm just going to say it. Because I'm going to get questions. Um, excuse me, Akini, what is that they have on their head? Is that some kind of hairdo? Is that some kind of hairstyle? Because I keep seeing, and a lot of times these people, they don't know. But I'm thinking, mm, your hairdo can't be that bomb under that bonnet. I'm sorry. It can't be. Yeah. Now, I kind of figured out what, why so many women is wearing these in the streets. Get this one right here, Ryan. <laughs> she fine. That joker is fine. I think a lot of y'all women and women is looking at this and saying, oh, that's what we look like? No. <laughs> This is not. See, they need to get some real women up in here that represent what this look like. Here go. Here go the other one. They making these girls too. Look at she trying to be sexy. She got her. Two oh, her she got her lips She's out. Smizing as Tyra oh, would say. Man. She's smizing. <laughs> See, they need to stop this. They need to get some real people. Ladies, y'all stop this. This is. Not, I agree with Monique this time. This. We need y'all need to stop. Wear your bonnets at home. Where some of y'all have to wear bonnets. The men here, they gave me a list. Reasons why we need y'all to wear bonnets. That that hair you bought is cheap and it's stank. So you need to wear it. <laughs> he said he tired of smelling that cheap, that cheap, cheap, cheap weed. Oh, you can't even I afford right real now, bundles. Please. Uh <laughs> Now, ladies, listen. Now, when you wear these to bed, sometimes if you can accessorize them, make them look good. Ah, how are you going to accessorize them? No, you know, and how wash you, them things. Buy about four or five different ones. Wear different colors. Oh, Don't wear it until it's so oily and 
you stank. Uh, yeah. So y'all take these off. We we gonna let these go. All right. All right. All right. That's, that's our rant of the week. Look. <laughs> yeah, that's what these look like. I feel like that's what it feels like. Yeah. Now listen. Here's some other segments we're gonna be doing at SOB TV. We're gonna be get it right segment. We're gonna have hot social media topics. A segment where we will have regular folks status. And we'll talk about interesting dialogue happening on people's Facebook, Instagrams, uh, SOB TV talent search. We're going to be giving away some money, uh, some money for a talent show. We're going to find some people that can sing. And we know a few people, so maybe you can get something. Who knows? Finding love with SOB. We want to find some senior citizens. Do you have some senior citizens that need love? We're going to hook up some seniors. So your mama, your daddy, your grandma. We want to hook up some old people. We're going to hook them up. Great Uncle Joe. Great Uncle Joe. Listen, we need you to hit like, share, go to YouTube, subscribe. subscribe. Let's take these things off. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let me get my hat on. We got company coming. We got company. Right now. All right, it's company time now. We ready. We ready to rock and roll. We ready to rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, you got yours. You don't read it. You got yours, your Dawkins and Dawkins. I have my Dawkins and Dawkins. Anson and Eric. Anson and Eric Dawkins. Brothers Anson and Eric Dawkins begin their gospel performance careers as children, teaming up with their mother, Charlene, as a trio that appeared at Revival's headlined by their daddy, Roy C. Dawkins, a Pentecostal preacher, which makes them SOBs. As teens, Eric also learned to play piano while Anson studied drums and trumpet. They both ultimately joined the band commission before breaking away as Dawkins and Dawkins in 1992. Signing to the Benson label, record their self-debut LP, a fusion of contemporary gospel with overtones of rap and R&B. The brother duo started making music professionally in 1993 with the release of Dawkins and Dawkins by A&M Records. This album was awarded an 8 out of 10 from Cross Rhythms. Their sequential album, Necessary Measure, was released by CGI Records in 1994. The album has was gained, they released their third album, Focus, in 1998, with Harmony Records. The album would be awarded 9 out of 10 by Cross Rhythms. The album charted on Billboard Top Gospel Album Chart at number 10. They would not release another album until 2011 from now on, which was released by Light Records, a division of E1 Music. This time, the album charted at number 2 on Billboard Charts Gospel and number 4, while it placed number 43 on the independent album charts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to S-O-B-T-V, Sons of a Bishop TV's Our People, Anson and and Eric Eric Dawkins, Dawkins, better known as Dawkins. Ah, we gotta go. Listen, I don't care what Monique say. Really? Yeah, yeah. If, if I get up ah, at four o'clock in the morning to catch a six o'clock flight, all bets are off. Now, middle of the day, that time, 
I done had time to get some stuff <laughs> cracking. I'm, I done got dressed. Oh, my hair is together. Oh, got us. Okay, so, got Monique, I'm sorry, my sweet baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love. Uh, it's a for me. I love it. <laughs> what up, bro? He got desires. He got desires. <laughs> oh, y'all got us. Y'all got us. I love, y'all, I love it. I love it. <laughs> y'all know how we do. Come on. Come on. Y'all wouldn't go one up us with your bonnets on. Oh, oh my God, y'all guys! I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't ready. I wasn't. <laughs> nobody was ready. People talk about they wasn't ready, <laughs> but we should have known something was gonna happen with you. Wasn't ready. <laughs> People, if y'all don't know, when us four get together, it is a show. Listen, yeah. listen. The only only people missing is Wendy and Whitney. Oh, we got. I'm getting ready to send them. I'm getting ready. They on. They online. No way. Me and Wendy are texting. We're sending voice notes back and forth. Hey, I'm gonna send Wendy. We getting ready to send you the link later on, so you can come on, and we're gonna send it to Wit too. We're gonna send y'all the link, gentlemen. What's going on, Ken folk? How y'all doing? What's happening, y'all? What's happening? It's all you. It's all you. Love, love what's happening. Y'all are, y'all are crazy. Like, it's funny, world. Y'all funny. Y'all done messed me up. I don't know. My monogram and monologue. I'm talking about monogram. 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 My monochrome just set me aside. My mononucleus. Yeah. Oh, man. What's going on? Well, we happy to have y'all here tonight, man. It's a pleasure. Man, it's been 10 years since y'all put out a CD and music. Yeah, it's been a long time since us four been in a room been together, years. man. Years, I you guys in a long time. Man, it's been yeah. a long time. We've been together separately, but yeah, not yeah. all together. Yeah, man, Pat told me a story the other day about oh, y'all, oh, man. That oh, I wasn't there. Uh-huh. It was an incident that oh, happened. That it was wow. just you, Pat, and Anthony, Eric in the room, and he told tell us that what happened. What happened? <laughs> it, what was happened? Like, it was like we were teenagers. I came to Columbia. I thought it was. Oh, God. No, it wasn't Columbia. Okay, I didn't come for some of that. Obviously, y'all just got to fighting. What? Dad came in there and was swinging. <laughs> like a broom. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> he said Uncle Roy came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Pat said he didn't even know y'all was fighting. He just said, Know what was going on? He said a fight broke out and Uncle Roy was right he there was before like, y'all can even fight with a broomstick. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I might I might have suppressed that one because I yeah. think that, but I ain't never seen y'all do that before. I was like, what's happening? No, no. We used to hey. we used to fight every once in a while, but it was one fight that we had. Yeah. My dad cured us of that. Yeah. When I tell you hey. he whooped us so good. It wasn't that one, Pat, but it was yeah. one. He whooped us so good, we never fought again. My mom whooped us one time because I hit Todd and busted his lip. <laughs> she said, you drew blood? You drew blood? Yeah, we, never, we never did that. But Todd was an agitator. No, but what's funny is when Eric, we were saying they started fighting, Eric pointed to Anson. <laughs> Man, I'm going to tell you something. Out of all of us, it was always going to be Eric versus Anson. Todd versus Anson. Pat versus Anson. <laughs> I ain't never get into it with Anson. No, Man, you had to, bro. I didn't get into it. No. I didn't get into it with none of y'all. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, 
That's what we doing. Oh! oh! <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Oh, Lord. Yo. Yeah, then we got it. <laughs> 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 Listen. And I was going to say, that was, I was going to say the pictures because I say, well, I wanted to have a versus, but I was like, well, we ain't got no records and they definitely can out sing us. I said, well, well, maybe we can play the drums, but I was like, well, no. people that like answers playing like my playing, so that would be a tie. I said, well, uh, we can let Pat direct because none of y'all can touch Pat direct. Yeah, we, I was like, well, we ain't going to, we can't have no verses. Oh, yeah. I started looking at some pictures. I was like, well, Pat, they, they end up being some handsome gentlemen. Yeah, all right. All right. Then we was like, yeah, because they were some funny jokers growing up, boy. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I look at the man. What was going on? Hey, who would ever thought Eric would end up with a supermodel? He get a supermodel. Beautiful. Right. That, was, that picture right there, that was Audrey Johnson. That was like my, you know, when you're a kid, you got that crush. Yeah, she was. She was my like man when she got married. Out, we were in the wedding. Yeah, but if you oh, see the wedding, wedding? Y'all were in the wedding. Y'all was in that wedding. We were in. We were in oh, wedding. Nah, y'all wasn't really? in that wedding. Hey, we were in that wedding. Picture up. Wow, there it is. There's another one. My Ooh. face is like, oh, I'm sick of this church. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad. That's funny. I was so oh, mad. Man. Wow. Wow. That's still funny. people we've known each other for years and. um you know, our families are intertwined. Yeah. Our parents grew up with each other. Yeah. Yep. You know, in yep. some parts of Kansas City, I can make you really think I'm a Dawkins because I know all of your cousins and I can say, oh, yeah, you talking to Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Yeah, Crystal Dawkins. Yeah. Stephanie. Stephanie Dawkins. Yeah, they're my cousins too. <laughs> so uh, it was great, man. Yeah. Right, Chris. You know, glad that you guys could be a part. You know, the new. Audrey's on. Yeah, my first yeah. love. Uh, I can first love, man. Yeah, he still hurt. Listen, Lord. Yeah, you talk to Dr. Brown after this session. Yeah, I know. I know. I need a little couch stare. Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> hey, do y'all do y'all remember? I was talking to Eric about this. Y'all, y'all remember the time y'all came? It was around 4th of July. Y'all came down to Columbia. And uh, for some reason, y'all, y'all drove that camper. Y'all driving that camper. <laughs> Y'all had that. Y'all parked it. Y'all parked it in the driveway, but we were we were doing firecrackers and stuff. So we did these firecrackers, and we couldn't see, but the, the grass was yard dry. Was the yard was. Oh, I remember. Oh my God. Yeah. We couldn't see it because the camper was in the way, and all of a sudden yeah. we started seeing smoke and smelling stuff. We went around that camera. It was just a blaze. Man, the yard was on fire. Yes. The whole yard was on fire. <laughs> yeah. That was our first experience with brush fire. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, remember that yeah. yesterday. Man, Uh-oh. I forgot about that. I that was crazy. That. That I'm surprised we didn't get a working but Yeah. <laughs> I think they got to take all four of us on at one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that would have been a lot. That would have been a lot. We got so many stories, though. Man, for real, for real. Yeah, we ain't going to bore the people. We're going to get on here and talk about this music. Let's go back to the beginning. When did Anson and Eric realize that this music thing was going, this is what I, I we know we're going to do this. You know, what age do you think y'all was at? We were probably, I don't think it really happened until we moved to Ohio. Yeah. Um, after we'd been in Ohio for maybe a year or two, we, we really started getting serious about music. Um, 
and formed a couple of groups, you know, that were regional at best. Yeah. Um, but me and Anson, we had we had bigger visions when they were, you know, they were comfortable with being just a local, you know, mm. touring around the Ohio area, West Virginia, and doing these little churches. Me and Anson was like, nah, we got to, we got to, we got to go bigger than this. And they was just cool with being where we were. So we was like, yeah, we started working on demos, mm-hmm. and we just had a bigger vision for ourselves. And um, probably around. 18, 17 and 18 is when we really started getting serious. And by the time we were 20 and 21 is when we got our opportunity with uh, Fred, Fred Hammond in commission. So what was that like? Oh, it was surreal. A lot of people. Yeah. Let's talk about you getting, well, first take them back to the day. Let's, you know, let's give specific, you know, did Fred call y'all? Did he hear y'all sing? Uh, you know, we didn't have no Facebook and no, right, right. Right. no, so no social how media. Did he, how what did he? This is what happened. We were uh, going to play uh, and sing with Liz Lee uh, mm. from Indianapolis. She was doing a show in Columbus, and we went up to Detroit to practice with the band. And uh, when we went up to Detroit, we had our demo tape that we had done. It was a tape, a cassette. It was a cassette. cassette. We didn't have no CD. It was a cassette. So we let her hear it, and she was like, oh, we need, to to, we, we need to get this to Fred. Fred needs to hear this, right? So she took us over to Fred's house. Fred, we, we sat in Fred's living room over on, I don't even know which, it was off 8 miles. I don't know what the... Cheyenne. Cheyenne, yeah. Was it Cheyenne? Yeah. Yeah. So... We got over. We got over there, and he he uh, popped the tape in. He had this, you know, we had this nice system and everything, you know. We in the, in the room, with Fred Hammond popped it in, and you know he start he starts moving with it and everything. And he's like, "Oh, we need to get this. We need to get you guys in the studio right now." So it was just like it was like right then he was just like, "Oh, oh, we you know we we need to be doing this." Yeah. And shortly, I mean, like like shortly after that. He uh he arranged for us to be a part of the band with commission and uh we started you know playing and singing background with them and got on the road and we in the process he was working on his solo project. We got to write and work on that and we were he he helped us do our do our demo, do our demo professionally. because uh, we had what we had done on a on a on an Insonic EPS, it was awful. You know, was it awful. was, it was, it was pretty bad, but it was, it was good bad. It was good enough for him to hear the potential. Okay. It, was a, it was the goodest of the band. So uh, we ended up, uh, you know, starting to play with the band, and uh, I think one of the first, man, one of the first gigs we went to. The first gig we went to was uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. I remember we got on that bus, drove down, and that was the first time we were on a tour bus and. You know, we were just living it up, you know, in the bunks. And that was just the funnest time. We got down there and did that gig. And then, you know, not long after that, we were in London. And, we, were, you know, we were just touring all over the place because Commission was commission was doing their thing. We yeah. got How to long be were you with them? We were with them for three years. Yeah, two, two wow. three years, yes. They was so, hot. Y'all had to went there when they was in that peak, in that hot I'm Number seven. That number was, seven, yep. And that's their biggest selling uh, record. It's mm-hmm. number seven. So we were right there, right there. Do you uh, 
your influence. We know that commission is a has a strong influence mm -hmm. on what you guys do. Who are some of the other ones? Are they? Or am I wrong? Is that am I correct to say that? No, you you're correct. I you, mean, this is one of the only times you've been correct. But yeah, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Anson, can we be professional for a few moments? <laughs> I, I know you just, yeah. I know you just think it's me, Pat, and Eric, but it's other people watching this. <laughs> answer, okay? All I'm doing is following your lead. <laughs> Speaking of that, we need everybody else to like, share, subscribe, hit that follow, 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 follow us, follow us, follow us, Yeah. So, right after commission. You go and do your own. We break off. You break off and you get Dawkins and Dawkins. Yep, you got kicked out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no more room in the bunk for the two of us. Right. <laughs> no more room in the bunk. How no was it leaving, doing that transition, going next into uh, your own project? You know what? It was it was fairly easy for us because I think in our minds we saw ourselves being on the same stage as commission. Um, and I think they conditioned us for that because they yeah. used to let us open up. Okay. Um, after after our demo and okay. record was done, we started opening up everywhere they went. When when, when it was, um, when they had time. Yeah. Like, Cause sometimes the time was crunched and, and sometimes they were like, oh, we ain't got time. If there were other headliners, I mean, if there were other artists on that, you know, that took up time there. Yeah. We wouldn't do it, but, but we got to do that and that just kind of prepared us. So when it was time for us to leave, we. We we rarely tell this story, but we had um we had secured management outside of commission. Um, they wanted to manage us, and we just we had something different in mind. So um, we really kind of created that little rip in the fabric uh, when we got outside management, um, and I think they kind of saw like these dudes. They not just some some um okay they knew some wasn't uneducated playing. kids they knew, they knew we were, wasn't playing wasn't playing so we went out and got our management and we started doing gigs outside of commission we were you know we we worked yeah we worked a lot we we've only been this is the craziest part we've only been on one tour one in our entire career one tour one that's it one tour it was in the end of 99 the beginning of 2000 it was the uh, wow the, uh, uh, it was uh living proof living proof tour it was fred hammond wow i sure thought it was Adams, Adams, uh, standard. Standard. Yep. standard um so that was the only tour that we ever went on other than that we we just worked enough to where we were we were gone probably at least 40 i would say like 40 weekends out of a year mm -hmm. wow. like we were always somewhere so we were working so um just never got on any tours that's kind of odd, though. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I, I don't think know, I thought it would be more. People just didn't used to be on tour with him, I guess. Mm -hmm. What is the Dawkins and Dawkins sound? What, 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 what is that sound? What, how do you describe? Do you guys it? put yourself in a genre. What are you, Christian R and B? Are you just yeah, all of that? All, all of that. that. All all that. that. Okay. Yeah, it, you know when when you hear when you hear our sound when you hear us. Seeing when you hear our our, our our projects, you think you know you. There's some people that think R and B. It's like a, this is okay. a R &B okay. project. And there are people that are like, oh, this is gospel. This is gospel. And then there are people, you know, oh, this is some hip hop. There's some elements of that in there. But uh, ultimately, 
it, it's music. Whatever you, however people want to define it, however people want to, you know, interpret it, that's that's on them. And as I say many times, we're not <clears throat> we're not responsible for how people receive the gift. Got it. Got we it. are responsible to share the gift. So cool. That's good. Well, listen, we got some special guests here. I want to come by and say hello to you, and we're going to get back asking some more questions. Uh, DJ Rock, who you got? Bring them on over so they can say hello and give their greetings to the world-famous Dawkins and Dawkins. Uh, they have a new project. You got the single. Ladies and gentlemen, download the single. Download it. 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 Listen, Eric, can you explain to our listeners the importance as an artist of downloading and telling them, you know, we're in a different world now uh, with music? Explain this to the people so they can understand why it's important that they download their favorite artists. One thing that makes it super, super important to download is that's that's the way we get the maximum out of the of what we create um ever since ever since uh streaming became the thing it it really cut into the way that um artists and producers get paid and this is you know this is what a lot of artists and producers do for money period they don't have any daytime jobs or you know anything else this is what they live off of so when the whole it actually started back when the whole napster and all that kind of uh, stuff happened, uh -huh, uh -huh. it started taking away from the revenue that we would make from album sales um so that was kind of like a snowball effect and then it got into the streaming and it started, started trying to be able to monetize like youtube for for a long time was just for you know video content not not even music videos just kind of information type stuff. And then when you started seeing people's music end up on YouTube, like it was kind of like for free, like somebody could rip, mm -hmm. rip your music and put it up on YouTube. And you know, when somebody can get something for free, why are they gonna pay for it? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it started really hurting the music industry as far as how we make a living. Um, so that's why we, we implore people to download. It's okay to stream, cause, um, but I mean, it's a, it's a lesson in it. And I, I don't want to get into all the education part of it, but it takes so many streams to calculate to it being like one record sale, something like 1,500 streams. Like it has a song has to play 1,500 times for it to calculate into like one record sale or one song sale. Like, you know, you get a song on iTunes for 99 cents. That same song, if it's not downloaded and it's just streamed, it has to be at least 1,500 people that stream that song before it calculates to one dollar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that tells you what a whole album has to do. Like it has to be a lot of streaming going on. So, um, you know, I, I just encourage people to download and then stream because streaming actually helps as well okay. um, just because of that's the way that, that the music industry is going. And they're, they're trying to figure out more ways to, you know, monetize it better. Yeah. Um, so we're just kind of in a let's see what happens kind of stage right now. So it's super important. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, we're just gonna be we just gonna be some uh, sons of bishops, and that's just gonna be it. <laughs> <laughs> you named it. Now. I don't even yeah. understand why we. Can't. <laughs> I mean, what, what, we can't say it. I mean, we that's got. Okay. Some, 
sons of bishops. That's what we are. Because your daddy is what? A bishop. He's a bishop. Bishop Roy. I'm a son of a bishop. You are FOB. And then we got the DOBs. We got our daughters of a bishop. So, you know, uh, it's, it's, we agree. We agree. Daughters of bishops. <laughs> <laughs> I have one question somebody asked me Who is the oldest? I was going to say that. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, they you don't know you guys. Oh, oh. You too. That's it. We're only, we're only 11 months of. Oh! oh. oh. Rusty! 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 Oh, Rusty! <laughs> you know you're happy to see me, Bonnie. Hey, y'all, Bonnie. Another son of a bitch. Where's your Bonnie? I, I know. I, I, you know, I had to. Try to find one, but I couldn't. No, my sister. No, my sister. I know. I know, but y'all did such a good job. I just couldn't compete. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me introduce who we got on the screen. We have Kevin Young from Philadelphia. Uh, man, we all go back. This is our convention cousin. A lot of us are conventions cousins. We would see each other at convention time. Yep. Uh, we all grew up in Kevin, man. We love you. But our yep. parents, but our fathers always preached at each other's churches, churches as well. Yep. So, yep. yeah, we would go to Oklahoma yep. when your dad was in Oklahoma, Kevin. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. Yeah, this is, yeah. Um, yeah, we family. We family. Yeah. yeah. I counted, we would probably see the Dawkins maybe five times a year. It was going to be Thanksgiving, yeah. summer, Christmas, yeah. Yeah. real. October was going. We were going down there for your church anniversary. Y'all came to Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bring Kev on. Say hello. Uh, It's good to see you, Kev. Oh man, it's good. It's good to see all of you, Pat. It's good to see you. What's happening? It's good to see you. Yeah. Todd, it's good to see you. You too. You You changed, man. Kevin, done changed. You done got a pastor now. He done changed. You know it's funny because I, I remember it was it was maybe four years ago now. Kevin and, and Yane were at they I just saw it on uh on uh Facebook or IG, but they were uh yeah they were somewhere and Yane started singing happy <laughs> happy birthday to Kevin and she held that note. <laughs> Kevin it's, turned it's and face. looked his face. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the whole birthday was good. Like, she, I mean, I was like, oh, he told me about it. I watched it, I'm like, yeah, why you do that, man? Don't answer, Kevin. Don't answer. I don't even know what y'all talking about. That's even better. I don't even celebrate birthdays anymore. Um, oh. I'm gonna tell my greatest Kevin Young story. Uh-oh. Wait, 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 wait. Holy, I didn't get the clearance for this. I ain't get the clearance. clearance. It's the save part. I ain't gonna okay. tell you. Okay, the save part. Thank you. Thank well, you. You gotta, First, pass, I gotta understand. You gotta pass. Thank you. As a preacher's son, preacher's sons, they felt safe with me. I was this. Me and Pat, we were safe zone. We ain't snitched on nobody. You know, come and cuss with us. Anson and Eric could not cuss. They terrible cussers. 
I didn't cuss. Uh, well, they Ashton and Eric, they I, they would cuss every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Now, Eric, he had to start cussing cause I what? <laughs> 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 no, no, let me tell y'all this story though. I'm going every I'm everywhere. What are you talking? Somebody told me yesterday. <laughs> they said Eric Dawkins. Okay, me and Eric got an opportunity. We got a great opportunity to travel across the country yeah, to stage yeah, place. That was man, that was crazy that was how we fun. grew up with each other. And then it's years later, here we here we are in the biggest, the baddest show in a country exactly. and we starring in it right yeah. so mike matthews i talked to him the other day he said you're gonna be talking to eric dawkins he said man that eric dawkins he made the r&b superstar singer so mad he wanted to fight eric every night after the show because <laughs> see it's customary when you in the show if you are a star the superstar is supposed to be the brightest star not on the stage with Eric Dawkins, ladies and gentlemen. No. He was killing this R&B pretty boy singer. He no, wanted to Don't you say it. Don't you say it. I ain't going to say his name. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name. Because y'all might be cool now. But... We, are, we are cool now. Yeah. We, had a, we had a moment. We had to talk about it. Man, Eric, Mike said you was killing him every night. Mike said if he would have found Eric, I was gonna fire him because Eric was killing that shit. <laughs> Yo, that's listen, that's how we had to do though. Like you know where we come from. Yeah. No hard to go home. Like I'm not just Man. gonna roll over because you're who you are. Right. I'm who I am. And I'm right. here on the stage because I'm who I am. Right. Man, that what? was funny. That was funny. Well, Kevin, wow. you get the slide. I ain't gonna tell the story how Kareem Abdul Jabbar beat you up at the convention. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> why, you, why you have to go there, Ty? Why you now, have tell to go the story there? right, Kevin. Tell them what happened. This was wow. the only convention that I was not at, and people called me. They's like, yo, man, we didn't have no phone, and people was writing. I got letters and everything. Man, <laughs> Kevin got in letters. trouble. I said, what? They said, man, Kevin got yanked by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I said, no. But yeah, Kevin, tell them what happened. What happened, Kevin? It wasn't me. It was a a member of my church that it came up. And it was a young guy. And um, it was the finals of the NBA finals in in Dallas. And the Lakers were staying at the hotel. I I was there. so, So we were just, you know. All of us young guys, and you know how we do at the convention. We was all hanging out and just wow. ran around doing, getting into whatever kind of trouble. We found out where Kareem's room was. Oh. And um, the, the guy from the church, his name was Brian. And he had, um, he, he wanted to play the drums really bad. He couldn't play them, but he wanted to, so he always had sticks with him. And so. <laughs> That's a funny story in and of itself. <laughs> right there. We can stop right there. No. Why are you carrying him sick? You can't yeah. even play. No, but it was um so we went up to his room and we were daring everybody to go knock on the door. <laughs> and, and, and it was like 10 people and ran and knocked on the door. Oh my god, and that was crazy. ran back around the corner and Ron went up with his, his drumsticks <laughs> and was knocking on the door. And all I remember is Kareem Abdul Jabbar reaching out the door. And grabbing him, and then and then they they went and got dad out of the church, and so he's upset, and he's like, "You were supposed to be watching him." I'm like, "I don't know what happened." He went, 
we went down the basement of the hotel. <laughs> he was sitting there bloody lip, oh. ripped off. <laughs> they were like, they were like, he's not gonna press any charges. We can't, we can't disturb him. He, he's, he's a, a, a prize guest. I was like, Lord have mercy. But um, I, I was absolutely embarrassed wow. that whole time. And I said, Bishop, you can't be sending me to the convention with nobody else because these people get me in trouble. Because I was the best one out of all of y'all. I was the one that was. No, come on now. What? I, I was. I was the one that was trying to keep y'all on the straight and narrow. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for me. Man, you do that now, Kevin. You wasn't doing that then. You the pastor now. Yeah, you're not no pastor back from the pastor he was that one lost sheep yeah, one had to go get he left everybody else to go get kevin yeah i was a law lost and the black sheep at the same yeah. time <laughs> you brought the kevin, we thank you for coming by man we get all right love you, love y'all love, love you man all right man it's, it's good to see y'all y'all have a good, yeah, good to see you, man. all right man all right fellas listen we got a few more minutes uh let's see what well, let's let's bless the people with some music drop some samples and let them see now what's when will the project be released soon soon so soon. we got to do to know when pay attention pay attention to what social media these bonnets social media <laughs> these bonnets what's the name of the project never gets old never gets old the dawkins dawkins never gets old yeah. yeah. All right. What we what we getting ready to listen to now, E? What, what, you, what you want to hear? What you, you want to hear? Something up? You want to hear up tempo? You want to hear? Let's hear something up. Let's hear something up. I can give y'all an exclusive of something that we just did. That put it on. Come on. Put up on that thing. World premiere. This is a world premiere. And it goes a little. What's the name of this? His name is Dawkinson. You want to tell him the name of the song? It's called Shouldn't Be Here. Should Be Here. Shouldn't Be Here. All right, really, it shouldn't be here. Ladies and gentlemen, world premiere. Yeah. 
Put in the comments, hit the like buttons, let doctors and nobody's y'all like that. Let them know, let them know, show them some love. I don't run like Anson. I can't run. Nobody That's not runs my like Anson. Yes. Nobody runs like Anson. I, I can't <laughs> run like. Mm, no. No. <laughs> no. No. I, I admire you. God bless yes. your running ministry. Man, yeah, we thank yeah. y'all for tonight, man. It's yes, been sir. a great pleasure. Good to see y'all. Good to see y'all. Listen, go download their music. The single now is called In My Feelings. In My Feelings. If you have not downloaded that song, you need to get it. It's one of them songs where you lean with it. Yeah, absolutely. You lean with it. Yeah. It bounces. I like that, brother. Yeah. Man, we love y'all. Y'all know. Very, very, very soon. Very, Very soon. soon. Okay. We'll keep on the breath. Yes. What's the name of the project again? It's called Never, Never Get Old. Man, listen, SOBs, y'all know we love y'all. Love you guys. We go love back like Cadillac like seats, man. Yeah. Setting the yard on hey, fire. Setting the yards on fire. Riding in the motorhomes, riding on them bus rides between yep. Kansas City and Columbus, okay. Tennessee. Hey, y'all <laughs> doing a video this Saturday, tomorrow? We're doing a video tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be out in the okay. desert. So pray for us. Yeah, it's gonna be, be hot. Gonna be hundred, hundred plus tomorrow. But we are gonna be out in the middle of the desert shooting uh, okay. the video. Yeah, we got y'all. All right, we got you. As soon as it drops, we will be. We let them know on SOB. Yes, we love sir. y'all, man. Love y'all too. Love y'all. Love y'all. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dawkins and Dawkins. World That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, man, we got man on our very first show. We had the opportunity to have some gentlemen, 
of that caliber of Dawkins and Dawkins. They, man, you know, if you go look up their discography, they work with some of the best in the country. Uh, I normally tell people Dawkins and Dawkins is your favorite singer, favorite singer. Right. You know, Tyrese, Layla Hathaway. Uh, and Eric, Eric writes. He writes for. Uh, uh, he does vocal coaching. Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. He writes. If you see E. Doc on any credits, that is Eric Dawkins. Eric, e. he's Doc. a coach, vocal coach for The Masks. Uh, yeah, The Mask TV show. He's one of the coaches. So and The man, Voice. The Voice. He's some talented brothers. We love them. Hey, this has been a great night tonight. We had fun. We hope you had fun tonight. Dr. Listen. Brown, thanks for Dr. Brown. Uh, Marsha Moore Sweely, we love you all. Thank you so much. Man, we thank y'all. Come back next. We're going to be, like I said, hit the like button, comment, subscribe, share. comment, uh, join us on next week. What's up, man? Uh, I'm late, man. Nah, man, you ain't never late, man. It's the voice himself. Well, Dawkins and Dawkins gone, but you can holler at your boy, man. What's up, bro? What's up, brother? What up, man? What's, doing, man? What's happening, Lowell? What up, what up, bro? What up? I'll see you over there. Ah, Lowell Pop from hey, Minnesota. Y'all looking, looking good, man. Y'all looking man. good. One thanking brother. Boy, yeah. this brother. Yeah, y'all look up Lowell Pop. Please. Man, this brother's voice is remarkable. It's a legend. If you ever. Feeling low down. <laughs> you gotta be feeling low down. Man, because people do. They be feeling, they be needing inspiration, a touch, yeah. and want to hear a voice. Lowell got that Thanks, voice. Man. That boy got that voice. He got that, what they call that oil on the voice. Man, so, man it's awesome. good to have you here, man. Thank you, man. I'm glad to see y'all doing y'all thing, man. I'm glad. This Thank is nice, you. bro. Thank this you. is nice. Thank this you. is nice, bro. And don't stop. Don't, don't stop, stop. love. Keep going when the numbers ain't there. Keep going, man. Just... Oh, we got to push on, low. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. We're going to have you come on the show. Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, bro. <laughs> they want you to sing something now. I don't know. I can't do that. You know what? I'm really, y'all, I just, I'm under weather. Y'all give me a break on this one. This oh, we will. You know, I know. But you I'm know, I got to get a check for you. Yeah, we got to write you a check. A love <laughs> offer. <this time. laughs> you we know, we're going to pay the people. But we don't do like the things. We don't pay the people. We ain't gonna give you no groceries. We give you a check. Please you know, don't I'll give me no money. Right. Gotta collect his money. How am I asking him to sing for me free when I've been going to get his money? <laughs> oh, oh God, man, love. It's good to so see you, bro. Get you, bro. Hey, man, stay up, brother. All right, thank you so right. much. Hey, love, we gonna bring you back when I do my album release. People don't Let's even know. Do I'm just telling them now. I'm doing a record. Y'all did a record, child. I did, and I have listened to the practices over. June the twenty fourth. There over. it is. Todd Neal's record is coming out. There it is. Oh, Red God, party. Is Red party. I, I see you. Yeah, I got a record. It's gonna be on all the platforms. Uh, June the twenty fourth. We are gonna have a big party right here on the show. Love, wow. thank you for coming by, bro. Love you, man. Y'all be good, bro. Love we'll talk. Love you, too, man. All right, bro. All right, man. We did it. First right. show. First show. It's time for, I guess it's time for the dismissal. It's time for the benediction. So make sure you hit us up on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Sons of a Bishop, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, sonsofabishop.com. Drop us a, a, what you want to talk about. Let us know what you want to talk about. Let us know. We, we definitely want to talk to you. We're glad that you all came through. You got any closing words you want to say for we? Be good to you, love you, forgive you, and you are more than enough. Thank you for coming out tonight. 
and I like to say, believe in yourself, no matter what you want to do, you can do it. Whatever you need to manifest in your life, manifest it in your life. As a man, think it, that shall he be. See yourself as that be. Whatever you want to be, see yourself, believe it, and we love you. We'll see you next week. I'm SOB T. Neasy. I'm SOB Kenny Pat. We now out. Get Take him out. Take him out.